guys we are on the third episode of this podcast already i think this is actually just week two but uh expected every friday anyway today's topic very hot topic playstation versus xbox which of the new generation console should you get and which interface is better that's what we're talking about today along with some updates on the news let's get right into it So guys, two big topics for this week, the election and coronavirus vaccine. That's what we're going to talk about right before we get into today's topic. We also have a guest host I didn't talk to you about in the intro, guest host. Yeah, you're going to figure out who that is soon enough. But anyway, to get into our quick news updates, the election. Not a lot has really changed, just a lot of lawsuits, a lot of uh, Trump pushing for voter fraud in uh, you know, Michigan and Wisconsin. And uh, the Biden campaign not really willing to move from their idea that they are the president-elect. Which is insane considering that it has not even been close to being confirmed. We are still many days away, possibly still even weeks away from knowing the outcome of the election. It's quite obvious, quite clear now that there was voter fraud in Michigan. There was voter fraud in Wisconsin. There was voter fraud in Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, many other states. It is quite obvious that there was voter fraud. So the fact that they just continue to push Joe Biden as the president-elect just proves how broken our democracy really is and how broken the Democratic Party really is. But enough about that. Two coronavirus vaccines are now being pushed. Um, They're not open to the public yet, but they look like they're going to work. So that's wonderful for a few reasons. One being that people can now shut up about the coronavirus and we can just stop all this nonsense with people getting out of work and people using it as a political tool. We can finally stop that and start functioning as a regular nation in this world. And I say regular nation, but really America's far from a regular nation, if there is a regular nation. However, a downside to this vaccine is, Lord willing not, but the possibility of former Vice President Joe Biden becoming the President of the United States and possibly making the vaccine mandatory, which would be probably the most unconstitutional, closest thing to communism or socialism that America has ever gotten. And I I don't think people could stand for that. I don't think the American public would be able to stand for that. I don't know what other states look like right now, but I do know currently here in Kansas, things are starting to go back into lockdown. Very unfortunate that we are happening to do this. I don't really see a reason why. I guess they say coronavirus cases are spiking, and I guess I could probably see that. It is, you know, this time of year where sickness starts to go around. So that was that was probably expected. But um, unfortunate that that starts to happen. I don't know if anybody really saw this, but Matthew Stafford's wife, I think her name's Kelly, she actually made like this big statement about how sick she is of living in Michigan. I think that's actually pretty crazy. 
And uh, I guess it's a pretty big deal because, of course, professional athlete and NFL quarterback's uh, spouse is making statements like this. And you're not really supposed to make statements like this, especially against a Democratic-run state, especially against the coronavirus in 2020. That's not okay. She's not supposed to do that. But, uh, of course, we have freedom of speech here in the wonderful, blessed United States of America. And so anybody who says that she shouldn't say that doesn't know what they're talking about. And it is quite ironic that all these Democratic grand states are doing so much worse during this coronavirus pandemic, if you can call it a pandemic. But they seem to be doing so much worse compared to the Republican grand states. And I don't want to make this a political podcast because it's not. That's what my other podcast is going to be about. So that's not what we're going to talk about. But it's just ironic. And then all they want to do is hammer the Republicans for not dealing with the coronavirus. The right way. They want to hammer President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence about not handling COVID-19 properly. And how's it going in their own states is my question. How are you doing over there? How are you doing in California? How's it working out? And, you know, I say that it's not a pandemic, but the worst part is that it is a pandemic, but the pandemic isn't the virus. The pandemic has to do with our stinking politics, our stinking Democratic Party, who seems to want to burn this country to the ground and make it seem like it's just going to be all joy and butterflies that's what communists say that's what they believe they want a utopia but you can't have utopia in a sin broken world so there you have it two big topics for the news this week let's get into playstation 5 versus xbox series x with our special guest host are you ready because we're getting right into it So PlayStation versus Xbox, the age-old debate that has been so hot lately ever since Sony and Microsoft started producing the consoles. Now, of course, as most people would know, the latest next-gen consoles have come out, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, along with the digital versions of each, the Series S, and the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition. Now, here to talk about the topic with me today is an avid Xbox fan, my own brother Carter Noggle. Now, of course, I'm a PlayStation fan for a few reasons. I do like the Xbox too, but I thought this topic would be best covered from both sides, a PlayStation user versus an Xbox user, so that's why I brought him in today. So here with us is Carter Noggle. What's good? It's your boy. And so how this is going to work is I'm going to ask him questions, and we're really just going to have a conversation about PlayStation versus Xbox. So first of all, Tell us, Carter, which do you prefer? Xbox all the way. But you do you play on PlayStation 4 most of the time, right? Because I don't have gold. It's $10 a month. I ain't paying that. So I guess if I were to ask, you would buy the Xbox Series X or S over the PlayStation 5? No, I'd get the gay station. Of course, I'm going to get the Xbox. So give me first your reasons as to why you think the Xbox is better. Because, of course, you've played on both. You've played Xbox platform and you've played PlayStation's platform. So tell us, do you prefer the interface, the controllers, the games? What is it that you like about the Xbox that's so much better? First of all, the looks of the console. And second of all, on PlayStation, when you turn it on, it just goes beep. And on Xbox, it goes boo-doo-doo. Okay, and for the interface, though. So, like, when you get into the console and the way the screen looks and the way the games are played, what do you like about that so much? Uh, the first uh thing about that is like I know on Xbox you can't listen to Spotify, but just like the whole 
home and friends and all that just seems so much simpler, cleaner, and easier, like, to just leave parties and all that stuff. And, like, when you first turn it on, and PlayStation just indulged with this blue color, which is the color of the ocean, which is where sharks live and where shark attacks happen. And on Xbox, you can choose what color you want, so that makes it so much cleaner and stuff, you know? So I guess that can make sense, but that can also be completely up to personal preference. Would you say that the controller on the Xbox is better? I know I kind of think it fits better in your hand compared to the PlayStation, but a lot of people I know actually prefer the PlayStation controller. So can you give me some uh, like reasons as to why you would think maybe the Xbox controller better or if you think the PlayStation controller is better? I think the Xbox controller is better because it fits better in your hand and it's like an actual controller. As for the PlayStation, like if I'm playing for my 98-year-old wiener dog, I mean, I'll give him the PlayStation controller, but for me personally, I like the Xbox. One thing, though, I have noticed, and I do plan on getting the PlayStation 5, is that the PlayStation 5 controller has actually taken some tips from the Xbox, and it looks like it's a lot larger and a lot more uh, fitting in the hand than the PlayStation 4 controller. Do you think it's going to be able to compete with the Xbox controllers? Yeah, because uh, they changed it, and honestly, from pictures, it looks a lot, pretty much exactly like the Xbox controller. But the main reason they changed it is because a lot of the 98-year-old wiener dogs are dying to COVID. One upgrade I do know about the PlayStation 5 controller is the haptics you know it has like the new vibration system and it has the uh joysticks or no not the joysticks the triggers yeah the triggers that um have different pressures for like different games and uh for different things that you for different objectives and games I think that's really cool uh that they added that compared to the Xbox which just has like normal things uh, as to exclusive games I I don't know we didn't really play very many exclusive Xbox games or PS4 games, but which exclusive games do you think are better? For the games, I like Halo probably more than any other exclusive games that uh, PlayStation can offer. I mean, there is stuff like, I don't even know any, like Spyro, I know that's one of them, and certain stuff like that. But as for Xbox, I feel like they give a little bit better exclusive games, except for when it comes to the, if you get the PlayStation Plus, you get a lot of good exclusive games there, so yeah. And my big frustration with the PlayStation 5 is that Miles Morales comes out on PlayStation 4. So now that I'm getting the PlayStation 5, I can't even, I shouldn't anyway, but I can't even boast to my friends that I get the new Spider-Man game. So that is pretty frustrating compared to, say, Halo Infinite, which for like the first year will be an exclusive for the Xbox Series X. And you talked about you liked the way the console looked better. I know the old Xbox consoles, I don't personally think the Xbox Ones looked as nice as the PlayStation 4s, but there has been a large debate as to how people could fit in the alien spaceship-looking PlayStation 5 into their homes. So could you just kind of, you know, brief us about exactly why you think that could be a problem for some people or why it could be good for others? Well, first of all, going back to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, I feel like, I think we have the PlayStation 4 Slim, is that right? Yeah. So, I feel like that does look a lot slimmer and nicer than the Xbox One, but when it comes to, like, the original base PS4, I feel like the Xbox looks a lot nicer. And now, when it comes to the PS5 or Xbox Series X, if you really look at the consoles, the PS5 looks like something that you would find on a UFO, you know, super like that, and I don't really feel like um, people would want to put that in their houses, like, whether it doesn't look decorative or enough or whatever, but I feel like as the Xbox, it looks, like, really clean and simple and just all black or all white, and it just is not, it doesn't stand out, is what I'm trying to say, really. 
One cool feature that could be coming back to the PlayStation 5, though, is being able to customize the side plates because they are now removable again, similar to the base model PlayStation 4, which, again, I do I do agree with you that the base model PlayStation 4 did not look as nice as the Xbox One. It did not look as clean, but I did like the removable plates. So would you say that Xbox and Microsoft is missing out with that customization option? I know people put stickers on their Xbox, but that's not quite the same. Not really, because Xbox, so, as, uh, for the PlayStation 5, no matter what color I feel like you put on those plates, it's still gonna look the same, really bulky, kind of, an alienly look. As for the Xbox, I don't feel like they're missing out on anything, because who would want a different color than black or white in their house? Like, what are you gonna put, like, rainbow Xbox plates? Like, seriously. I guess I could probably agree with that, and for the form factor, the Xbox, I- I do agree. I think that would fit just so much better in people's houses. It's just a nice little rectangular prism, I think is what you technically call it. It's just a nice little cube that you can just pretty much put anywhere, uh, you know, closer to like a desktop or something that's much easier to place as compared to the massive PlayStation 5. And it's also very hard to probably form into different cabinets and shelves that you would keep it in for playing. Now, as for the digital edition for both, a lot of people are saying that Sony missed out on the digital edition considering they do have the digital edition, but considering that the Microsoft's Xbox Series S is only $300, it does lose a lot of the capabilities of the Series X and is the smallest Xbox ever made. But do you think that Sony should have done something more similar? I definitely think Sony could have cut down the price to make it more affordable for more people. But personally, when it comes to the digital edition, with the um, games I have and stuff, I would still, I would honestly switch over and go with the PS5, but that's just my opinion because I do have a lot of Xbox games. I wouldn't be as happy if I just got the non-digital, but of course I would still love it. And uh, I think that will definitely be a disadvantage for Sony about how it's, I think it's like $400 still. And I feel like that's just way out of a lot of people's price range. That is a very good point. And considering for most families who would buy this maybe for their kids at Christmas, $300 for that good of a gaming system is pretty insane. And a lot of people don't even have 4K TVs yet. I know we don't have 4K TVs, so you're not really missing out on anything without the 4K capability. However, regardless of all of this that seems to lean in Xbox's favor... A lot of people prefer the PlayStation interface, and the PlayStation 5 seems to be selling a lot more than the Xbox Series X. Now, it also has been quite noticeable that the Xbox Series X is harder to get than the PlayStation 5, but do you think Microsoft is really struggling to get Xbox Series Xs out there, or do you think Sony's just doing a better job at getting retailers? Me, personally, I'd rather have the best quality thing and have to wait three months than have a not very good quality thing and wait just a couple of weeks, you know? And that's what I feel like Microsoft is doing, just trying to push out the best product they can. Now, another big question is, is if people should straight away upgrade from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5, similar to me, or should they wait a while? Do you think the price will drop significantly? Or do you think the best time to get a PlayStation 5 is right away? So, you know, you get the most amount of years out of that PlayStation 5 experience. Well, I feel like uh, with the Xbox One S, within like seven or eight months, the price dropped from $350 to like 250 or even some places $200. So I feel like if you're going to, if you feel like waiting six months to a year, the, you'll get a significant price drop. Well, hopefully, well, um, that's just how it went with other stuff. 
and I also feel like, uh, me personally, I know a lot more people who have the Xbox One S, so I feel like that might be a bigger and better upgrade than, let's say, the PS4, especially if you have a PS4 Pro or a PS4 Slim, like the newer models. I feel like it just might be a better deal to just wait until the PS6 or a different model of the PS5. That is quite true for Microsoft's Xbox, but if you actually look over the years, the PlayStation 4 Pro, I think it's already been quite a few years, I think two or two to four years since Xbox or the PlayStation Pro has come out, and the price has hardly dropped at all, maybe $50, maybe $100. So do you think that it'll take another two to four years for the PlayStation 5's price to drop? And do you think that the Xbox price will drop sooner, or which one will drop better? Which one will be a better deal in the long run? I feel like definitely the Xbox, just because I feel like PS4, instead of um, spending a lot of time on one console, they want to get out a pro version and a slim version and different bundles and stuff, as where Xbox just wants just classic, bold stuff. I don't know if bold is the right word, but <clears throat> they... Don't worry about getting all these Pro and Slims and all that out. So I feel like the Xbox in the long run will drop in price and and will be a better deal in the long run. Another aspect about the next-gen console's launch is the possibility of them hurting PC gaming. Now, I'm pretty sure, I don't know about you, but I've been the only one really who does a lot of PC gaming. And I know you like it, but you don't do it a lot. Do you think that the consoles could hurt PC gaming, especially with the launch of Xbox Game Pass, being able to play Xbox games now on a PC merely with an Xbox Game Pass subscription? So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I have played a little bit of Valorant in the past, and I do like PC gaming, but I just feel like on a PC that might not always be the first thing a lot of people say when they think of a PC. They might think of work or school or doing stuff like that. So I do feel like always a console have, have been main things of gaming. But uh, honestly, I don't think it should hurt uh, PC gaming that much. I think it'll hurt it as much as the Xbox One S release and any other console releases have in the past. I don't think it should do anything different than that. And finally, before I let you go, do you agree with me getting the PlayStation 5? Um, honestly, if I were you, I feel like I would get the Xbox, but I mean, you do you, man. You can do whatever. Uh, I do think you will end up getting the PS5, not gonna lie. Well, thank you, Carter, for joining us. Guys, make sure you go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Carter Noggle. Like all his videos, you know, do whatever. Subscribe to my YouTube channel while you're at it, too, by the way. The Colby Wayne. And so, yes, I do plan on getting the PlayStation 5, and I'm quite excited. I haven't been able to get it yet due to some, like, unfortunate, out-of-my-control circumstances. Uh, yeah, it's been very hard to get, and it's very hard to get a hold of. It's very frustrating that Sony and Microsoft make you go through all of this craziness, especially in the year 2020. This was not the time to make people stressed about getting the next-gen consoles. But anyway, I think it's ridiculous how companies do this. They obviously have enough stock to give everybody who wants one a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. It, I think it's ridiculous. I don't know about overpricing. I know a lot of people say, I, I do know that pretty much everything we buy nowadays are overpriced, but I don't really believe that consoles go down as much in price as people say they do. I do know that they'll drop every once in a while. They'll drop $100, $150 every once in a while, but that is so, so random and so unpredictable to be able to say that I'll be able to get a PlayStation 5 in the future for cheaper. But that's just my opinion, you know. You guys can have your own opinion, whatever you want. 
I'd be curious to see, though, as to what majority of people prefer the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X. Or, of course, you know, PlayStation 4 or Xbox Series, not Series, Xbox One. Uh, you know, I'd be curious to see, the like, the real survey of actually how many people like PlayStation better and how many people like Xbox better. You know, I'd be curious, interesting. What is weird is that Atari is actually making a console that's coming out that looks kind of weird. Um, I think it's just going to be like a third-party deal, like Google Stadia. I think it's just going to be something that not very many people get and not very many people like. Uh, that's my thoughts on the new Atari system. I don't even know what it's called anymore. I forgot. But I do know it was supposed to come out like four years ago anyway. So it's not going to be anywhere the competitor uh, near like Xbox or PlayStation. It's not going to be anything like those. I think it's going to be closer to like an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4. But of course, any new gaming system, especially from a gaming company that's like ancient, is welcome. So why not, Atari? You go for it. Uh, I've never seen, played, or uh, dealt with an Atari gaming system in my life because I'm not old enough to even know what Atari is, you know? I'm not ancient like some of those gamers out there who are still living in their parents' basement. That is not my plan in life. Far from it, in fact. But anyway, that is today's podcast Stay tuned for next week's podcast. I know I told you guys I was going to get you information on my other podcast for this one, but I might have to make a bonus one sometime between this podcast and next week's podcast, mainly because I still have to figure out some details. But beside the point, thank you for listening to this. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. The topic has yet to be determined. You will figure it out. Be patient. Patience is a virtue. And as I know you are all Christian law-abiding citizens who listen to my podcast, so thank you for being those people. And if you're not, thank you for listening to a podcast that those people listen to. Anyway, if you didn't know, the new episode of The Mandalorian comes out today, or at least it came out like this morning. This podcast came out like late because I didn't get to it in time. But yeah, it came out this morning, so go ahead and watch that if you're interested in that. And if you're not, you do you. You do you. But thank you for listening, and as always, until next time.